0: trips and building memories that will last a lifetime all the fun you can imagine with tink's magical vacation
1: disney friends welcome back i want to thank you guys again for joining us here on tink's magical vacations um for those of you who don't know us we're going to start off by introducing ourselves my name is nick
0: and i'm rochelle and we are your podcast hosts yes
1: very excited to be here too right
0: very excited always excited to be here
1: yes absolutely i always encourage you guys right for for everybody who has been listening for some time now um don't hesitate we've mentioned this before do not hesitate to reach out to us um contact us with any potential ideas you guys may have for some future episodes right rochelle that's what we're always looking for always Um, that that's how we're getting you guys the material and, and the stuff you want right the information you want you tell us what you're looking for we will bring on the specialists the experts we'll get them on here and we'll talk about it um and and how do you contact us right that's the key question too um we have not brought this up in the past, so I think sometimes people might get a little confused as to the best way to contact us. But email works best. You can reach me at Nick R at com, or Rochelle if you want to give your email.
0: Yep, yeah, mine is Rochelle at Tinksmagical dot com. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. Don't
1: hesitate. Absolutely. And for those of you who are checking us out for the first time, we hope you get just as much Um, As our regular listeners, our goal, like I mentioned before, is to be bringing you the most up-to-date Disney information out there. Um, And of course, if you so happen to want to slap five stars and give us some positive feedback, we greatly appreciate it. We greatly appreciate it. What are we talking about today, Rochelle?
0: All right. Well, Megan's back. So uh, you're a regular listener. You've heard her voice many times already. Uh, she's one of my friends. She's an agent here at Tinks. She's here to discuss her uh, family's Alaskan cruise vacation. It was great. It was. Great. It was. Yeah. It
1: was, it was. It was. We saw some content that she posted, and I thought it was absolutely great. We're going to get to hear the story now, so I'm super excited about that. Um, but from the looks and some of the some of the stuff that she posted on social media, it looked amazing. Amazing. Uh, did Did you see the pics? Have you seen uh, well, some? Oh, I
0: was closely following along because yeah alaska yeah. has been a topic in our house for a while now and so i was very curious i can't wait to hear what she has to say about it
1: it's one of those dream yeah. trips yeah. you know especially with me I'm, i mean i'm all the way on the east coast so i'm like ah you know just getting myself to the other end of the country mm-hmm. and then on top of that um mm-hmm. it's 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 like it's it seems like it would be a lengthy project to make mm-hmm. that one happen But from everyone I know that's taken that, that's done that sailing, they only have amazing things to say.
0: Amazing. Mm -hmm.
1: They only have amazing things to say. So what do you think? Should we get her on? Should we bring her on and start to uh, have her go over her journey with us?
0: Yes, please. I'm excited.
1: All right. Hang with me one second. We will be right back. Hey, Megan. Thank you so much for joining us again on the podcast.
2: Hi, guys. It's so great to be back. Happy to
0: chat as
1: always. Rochelle, how excited are we? She's talking Alaska.
0: Oh, my gosh. I am so excited. This is a bucket list item for my husband and I. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you're not alone. (laughs) alone. (laughs) Any
1: Disney cruiser tends to say this is a bucket. I think, actually, if you like to cruise in general, Alaska is, is like, usually on the, the topic for discussion. It is. So, we're jealous. We'll start there. We um, are.
0: Also, can... the wonder is one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. So yeah. I am I'm so excited to hear about it. hear what you have to say about it.
2: Okay.
1: Very excited. Yes. Megan, tell us a little. You just got off a cruise I to did. Alaska um, within the last few weeks. Give us a little bit of a rundown. Tell us how it was. Give us I a will. little bit of it.
2: So I um, did the Disney cruise to Alaska at the end of August, August twenty first. That cruise leaves from Vancouver, and we stop in Skagway, Juneau, and Ketchikan. We also have a glacier day. Um, You go, you know, you sail down Tracy Arm, and you see this absolutely beautiful glacier. Um, I'm going to be very honest. So our our itinerary said it was the Stikine Ice Cap. I never heard anybody refer to it that way on the boat. So I'm not really sure what glacier we saw at the end of the day. I have done a few, and they mentioned going down, traveling down Tracy's, Tracy arm, which everybody says we want to do that. You know, so I, this is where my knowledge ends in terms of the top of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a glacier and it was amazing.
1: Huh, just the thought um, of it.
2: Beautiful. Yep. And it was on the Wonder, Rochelle. So we did get to travel on a ship we haven't sailed on in a very long time. Actually, we were on it back in well, I guess it was right before COVID. We did sail out of New Orleans on it. Um, but I was really impressed. They've really kept that ship in tip-top shape, and it was really quite a great. Um, I was impressed. I don't know how else to say it.
1: I mean, I've seen some pictures of this glacier. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's the glacier. It looks like <laughs> a glacier. <laughs> I
2: mean,
1: imagine if this whole time I thought, I mean, I, I'm assuming that's what it is. And it looks absolutely amazing. Um, is this, like, how many days into the cruise to you, I mean, I'm, I'm all excited about just hi- highlighting that for a second. Sure, how many sure. days into the cruise did you get to see this glacier? Like, was it the third night? The fourth? Talk to me when you so, saw the
2: glacier. Right. So we leave Vancouver. We have a full day at sea the next day. And then the following day. So pretty much your very first experience on the sailing is um a full day it takes a full day to get down so it's basically a long thin you know corridor of water down to this glacier right so it takes a full day to get down there so it's essentially another day at sea and then you spend about three hours um the boat sort of um i'm not sure if it docks or if it just sort of sits there but we slowly turn um so that both sides of the boat can get a view of the glacier Um, And then there is one excursion that day that you can choose to participate in and pay for that does put you on a smaller boat that will take you right up close to the glacier. We chose not to do that. It's a very expensive excursion. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually did something later in our in our week that I'll explain to you. And I'm really glad that we decided not to do that excursion versus for a lot of reasons but also because we then saw a glacier later in our week so um and the boat you know it's not super small there's probably i don't know 50 to 100 people on each boat and they had two or three boats go out at different times once we got up to the glacier um but look this is a great day to get those photos with the characters with the glacier behind you the family photos with the glacier behind you that's awesome It's a great day to, you know, binoculars are a must for this sailing. It's a great day to just look at the wildlife around you. Seals just basking in the, now the sun. I'm going to say the sun a lot. We were very lucky. We did not have any rain on this trip. But please, please realize that that is very unusual. Highly unusual. Usually there's some rain someday for a bit of time. We did not. So I... I just want to so there's a
1: valuable out. tip right there then for anybody yeah. to, just to know your to, to, the expectations right. that uh, Yes, only- do not
2: expect my experience to be your experience. It was a blessing. I don't know how we got it, but we had no rain. So wow yeah. so we had wow. this wow. sunny sunnyish day right now. The mountains now look. The topography there is amazing. You feel like a tiny dot in this big giant world. It was almost otherworldly. I don't know how to explain it, but you feel very small. And these mountains of course are definitely blocking some of the sun but the seals were out on these so there's pieces of iceberg right so obviously you've got this large iceberg in front of you it's or this you know huge glacier in front of you and there's pieces of ice that break off so the boat is coming down this corridor definitely trying to miss some of these pieces of iceberg um some of them are small enough that they get pushed out of the way but and as you are stopped you see and it almost looks, you're so far, you know, removed from them. It almost looks like these little slugs, but you look through your binoculars and they're blonde seals. Just wow. laying there. Oh, wow. oh, it's amazing. Just basking in the sun, you know, enjoying themselves. So, and then we saw, we did see um, some mountain goats very quickly. We saw some, um, but so it's just eagles flying around, you know, so it's a nice day. I think to stay on the ship, to be honest.
1: And enjoy and enjoy the yeah. everything the ship has to offer yes Absolutely. now
2: I will go into this we did sail concierge on the sailing it's uh, I was
1: gonna ask you about that yes. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you now was that planned or did you happen to upgrade last minute or what
2: we um, we decided after another concierge sailing to upgrade. <laughs> um, I yeah I was sort of uh, you uh, know, contagious. Thought, Look right, at that. it was a little contagious. I'm not going to lie. And for those of you that are sale concierge, concierges, you know what I mean. But in the end, I'm I don't regret a penny spent on the upgrade. We the concierge lounge on the Wonder is perfect for Alaska. They have these beautiful floor to ceiling windows. Um, the lounge right there's seating with these floor to ceiling windows. So if it were colder um you know you have a nice place to be able to see the view however because it was so nice and warm we also had the sun deck which was a deck above so now you're above and seeing the view i mean it couldn't have been a better situation um that's not to say there's not plenty of places on the ship to see things right on different decks Um, And I will say temperatures during at this time of year, August, you're looking at between anywhere between 50. Right. If you're really up close to a glacier or on a glacier, you're looking at a colder temperature to about 75. So it's a pretty big range. And this is the one that everyone's like, I don't know how to pack for this sailing. You know, and everyone Uh, says another episode for that. Correct. The general gist is layers. Right. And lots of luggage. You end up with lots of luggage. So. Uh, so you're not packing light this is not a light (laughs) not a light trip we had seven bags for four of us which we've never I I can't I don't think we've ever traveled with seven suitcases anywhere so wow. Um, but yes so we did travel concierge and one of the great things you know you get a lot of perks and some of the perks may not be things that are published because they don't happen for every cruise right so one thing that does happen every cruise typically with concierge is that you have a special character meet and greet in particular on the alaskan sailing on the wonder you also get a special viewing area for the glacier day so we did not know this going in but they did send us they send you an invitation meet us at you know deck seven to be escorted to a special viewing area there's not seating but they take you to the very front of the ship where usually only cast members can go So we had this incredible view, first of all, and then, you know, unimpeded by anyone. And then we had a special meet and greet with Minnie and Mickey in their Alaskan gear, which was really special. So I think I saw this picture. Yes,
0: I did. And they're adorable in those in those outfits.
2: They are super. So are there
0: are there other characters that dress in their Alaskan? outfits or is it just for this particular photo
2: so no so every character on this Alaskan sailing has a special Alaskan sort of get up right so Minnie's got the fur lined jacket with the little fur boots um, Mickey's got his what is it his yellow hat on um, and his galoshes <laughs> right super cute and then Donald everybody has something okay. um, Minnie has her black watch plaid shirt on which happened to match ours so we got <laughs> to make there. note. I yeah. know. Make note. Yeah. Red, yeah. black, watch, plaid, very popular on the sailing. Um, so no, every character has a special. Now those are the, if they're outside, they do, I should say. So inside there was also, um, some of your more regular meet and greets. So it this was the 25th anniversary, one of the 25th anniversary sailings, so many Mickey did have on their teal outfits inside for some meet and greets. Um, and then obviously the princesses they don't they didn't come out although we can get into the frozen party later but they didn't come out in any special um, gear on deck or anything but if they come out on deck which they do for glacier day they did for I think the the sea days as well but glacier day is the most fun day for sure
1: it it's just it just sounds like it it just sounds like it. and I will say too in regards to the concierge I almost feel like if there was a if there was a cruise yeah. where I would say I'm gonna just Kind of bite the bullet and do it i think it would be this one i mean I, alaska would be a once in a lifetime for me if i get to do it it's one time so i think right. i'm gonna go all out and that's not like i'm going to cast away right you know and that's
2: how we felt as well right um, and like i said i don't regret this a, a penny spent on this On this.
1: Trip. good to hear good so so all right so going through the itinerary megan where I mean, was the gla was, was Glacier Day your favorite? I was going to ask you what your favorite stop oh or God. favorite day was.
2: No, I don't think talk, I, talk I mean it us. was right up there, but I can't say that it was my favorite. So
1: talk to us about your favorite.
2: Okay, so I mean they were all very high up there, but I think my favorite day was in Juneau. So let me just talk about um, excursions for a second. So ex- this is a very, you know, it, it's a excursion heavy cruise because everyone wants to experience everything there is right in Alaska while they're on this cruise. And Nick, like you said, it's a once in a lifetime sailing. So a lot of people are like, we're going to go all out.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
2: one of the um, excursions that typically do sell out. Although we were in concierge, so I probably could have gotten it. But just for the listeners, one of the things that does typically sell out is the helicopter to a glacier and then dog sledding. Okay. (laughs) Um, Right. Very cool. Very expensive. I'm not even going to beat around the bush, but um, it's a big one. So for those of you that are sailing for the first time or are silver or even possibly gold, Um, I and I I just talked to a client about this the other day. I do recommend looking into booking it outside of Disney. And I don't take that lightly. I don't typically recommend this. Um, But the company that actually um, handles Disney's um, excursions for this particular excursion, is called North Star Helicopters. And they book, you can book them directly with them. Um, and I was quite impressed with how- So that's handled. what you
1: did then? You, you booked so we outside? We did. We booked okay.
2: outside. Um, and I, you know, again, you're spending a lot of money on the sailing. It was a couple hundred dollars cheaper for each of us. So with four people, you know, that adds up. So I went ahead and booked direct. And on, you know, and on that note, you, you know, it is important to support the economy in the areas you're going, right? We all know that- um, That while they do, you know, depend upon tourism, the cruise line also takes a cut. So I felt good about booking directly. Now we had booked that excursion, and unfortunately, we got a message um, about two days before saying they had to cancel it because they had to bring the dogs down. And what I learned is that now Disney cruise line also had to cancel theirs, right? So what I learned is that. What happens in August, right? So all summer long, depending on the weather, you know, the ice starts to melt, right? As the weather gets warmer and things, and it becomes dangerous for the dogs. So typically at the end of August, beginning of September, you do see these things get canceled sometimes, is what I was told by the tour operator, is that they do have to take the dogs down early sometimes. They can't help it. It's not something that, you know, I had heard about, to be honest, before this happened. But just so the listeners know... There is that risk. Um, And obviously there's other risks as well, weather, fog, things like that of of things being canceled. But this was not something that was on my radar. So I do want to mention it. Now, I called the company. They're like, look, we have this other awesome excursion that's about the same price. You still take the helicopter, but you do a fan boat. Talk Um, to us. Right. And I was like, well, and at the, you know, I was like, sure, why not? (laughs) You know, here we are, whatever, you know, we'll do whatever you want. (laughs) A fan boat. So, yeah. do you guys know what a fan boat is?
1: I'm waiting for you to no, tell. I, no, no, I was
2: going to ask. <laughs> so you'll know it as soon as I say it. So a fan boat is like the boats you see typically in like New Orleans or on the bayou, where you like take them out and look for gators and stuff on the marshes. I know what she's oh, talking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. Know what you're
1: talking about. Yep. Right. yep, yep okay.
2: So I wasn't pictured. I wouldn't picture I wouldn't have I you that. Day. So that, I wouldn't have pictured that in Alaska. Yeah. No, not in the least. So, And it's not something that I feel like there's a lot of chatter about there. So I've got to, got to, got to make sure that everybody knows about it. Um, these fan boats are, there's a, there's a outfit out there and they're called Airboat Alaska. And they partner with the, um, the North Star Helicopter Company. And so the helicopter takes us out to their sort of, I don't know, outpost, right? So they actually live in a house by this glacier and they have an entire, you know, deck system. And then they have these airboats. There's an airboat driver. The, the other guy, there was a guy that owned it and the other guy was from Florida because he, there's not many people that can drive these boats. Right. So, um, he took us on this airboat. It was amazing. Amazing. (laughs) He took us right next to the glacier. It was called the um, Taku Glacier. And so he took us on the Taku River and we were so close. We could have touched that thing oh. it was unbelievable. I, I, it was like, we were on the moon. It was crazy. So he, so you take this really fast airboat ride, right? He gives you, you get this big, huge jacket. So you don't have to worry about temperatures because this is where it was the coldest of the entire trip, but he gives you, you have this big, huge jacket and the helicopter tours. Actually, they give you waterproof pants and then these boot things to put over your shoes that have really big soles. So you're all set there. So you're pretty impenetrable at that point, right? You've got a huge jacket. I probably could have used, I did bring my gloves and I had some earmuffs um, and I probably could have used my gloves, but I just stuck them in my pockets when I wasn't taking pictures. So it wasn't like below freezing or anything by any means, right? And I had jeans on underneath. And then um, I think I did have my um, puffer vest on. So between all that stuff, I was quite comfortable. But so we're taking this airboat going 40 to 50 miles an hour through this, you know, and he's dodging things. My 17-year-old son thought it was the greatest thing ever. Dodging things, you know, skidding out. It was super fun. And then he brought us to both sides of the glacier, slowed down, let us sort of take pictures. The colors and the sunlight coming through these glaciers it was unbelievable. But it doesn't. That
1: sounds there. amazing.
2: It doesn't end. <laughs> so then we go back, right? And oh. we're by ourselves. It's just my family, by the way. So then we go back, we dock, and the helicopter comes back and takes us to the top of this glacier. Oh, he lands on the glacier.
1: Oh, God, sounds we, dangerous.
2: It was, well, I know we're <laughs> looking around going, where is he going to land? He lands on the glacier. We get out and we walk on this glacier. No, you didn't. We oh, no. It was so cool. So cool. And then they did say, you know, make sure you have a container. So we bought a little container before we went up and uh, we scooped up some of that glacier water and we drank that right up. We had a couple oh. bottles of it. It was crazy. Oh, my God. It was the coolest thing ever. So you weren't missing the dogs is what you're saying? No, the dogs what dogs? No, <laughs> yeah. not dogs. What dogs? I have no idea. Right, we didn't no, we did not miss the dogs a bit. And for for those people, yeah, and it's important to note, there were other things like the dogs, you there was a summer camp excursion you can do like down, not up on a glacier. So if you really, right if you had kids that were just really looking forward to those dogs, you could have probably moved into those excursions with Disney. Um, but we were so happy that we happened upon this particular excursion you could you, I can't even tell you it was it was the best day ever it was amazing it sounds like it
1: it absolutely sounds like it God, I mean I asked you what were your favorite this of course it was
2: huh. I think yeah, so cool. I think so and and so this is why we were glad we didn't decide to do the boat to get up close to the glacier now reasons to do that boat getting up to close if you have younger children right you can't do certain things in the helicopter with a certain age child right you do we have older children a lot of the excursions open up i think when your kids turn like eight to ten years old but there are um many excursions that you cannot do with younger children
1: was the helicopter eight or is you got to be older
2: I don't know. I think it was because we saw family land after ours, and there were, you know, school age kids in there. So we'd have, I'd have to check on that. Yeah. Eight to ten ish. Yeah. I'm
1: secretly planning in my head right now. You as my should. You should be this coming summer. I'm like you oh. should
2: be.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, that sounds awesome. So, all right, let's talk more. I go. I, I'm still now. I'm really starting to dig into this for a second. Let's talk more about this cruise for a second. Now you've been on how many ships Megan? all of them have you sailed all I have.
2: I have i've sailed all of the ships multiple times except for the fantasy i've only been in the fantasy once believe it or not That's um i am experience. a yeah i am a platinum sailor this was my 15th cruise i think 15th wow. cruise um wow
1: very no, very well, what is other... your take on the wonder how, did it did it do its job well yeah. what do you think
2: yeah i mean the wonder for this well first of all you know you have to have a smaller ship to sail alaska because of these smaller passageways um like i said i was really impressed the wonders kept up very well um it did not really show me any signs of aging in my opinion um it was really easy to navigate after being on some of the bigger ships in the last few years to come onto the wonder and realize oh yeah like you know oh my god we got to go all the way to the aft only it's really not that far. Right. So <laughs> it's not it's really not an issue. Um, you know, the, the adult area. Now, again, we have, you know, older children, but they've got some beautiful hot tubs back there, which is mostly used um, on this sailing just to note about the pool. Everyone asked, can you swim in Alaska? It was definitely warm enough to swim and the pools are heated. Um, I personally oh, Rochelle, didn't Rochelle go Rochelle was asking about that. Weren't you, yeah. You
0: were- that, that was one of the questions I wanted to know was, yes. can you get in the pool?
2: Yeah. So it is what I call, well, that's, I shouldn't say that. I didn't get in the water, um, but my daughter did. She said it was really warm um, and there were plenty of kids in the water. Like first thing in the morning, kids in the water, right? Kids swimming temperature seems mm-hmm. to be the the description I can give you. Well, well, and my, my children will jump into a cold pool.
0: So. <laughs> right. As will, as will <laughs> most children. Yeah. Right? So, yes, right, right.
1: Yeah, that, that that water is not a thing. My kids just will go, they'll jump into a three foot deep puddle.
2: Mm-hmm. They don't care. Exactly.
1: If they, yes. Get them yes. wet. They're for it. Yeah. Right. No question. So
2: so and and you know moving into like things to do on the ship, so many great things to do on the ship. I have talked about, um, I think with with you about we did the rainforest pass, um, which yeah. was amazing on the sailing, yeah. mainly because we did so so this helicopter um excursion was one day but we did some very active things other days which i'll get into later but um and i was very sore so having the rainforest room with those heated beds was like perfect right after a long day and um, it was so nice to be able to go in there but that's a spa Mm -hmm. offering
1: That sounds incredible.
2: (laughs) Yes. And it really, so you can go into the spa the very first day and get a a pass to enter during, you know, throughout the week. You don't have to sign up. I know that was a thing during COVID. They've taken that away. You can just go in whenever you want. Um, And you have full access to the rainforest room. Now on the wonder, the rainforest room consists of two um, steam rooms. One is like aromatherapy. So you've got this like eucalyptus really deep, you know, relaxing eucalyptus smell. The other one is sort of a more typical steam room, a little bit more steam. Then there's the showers, which they have like a a hot, a cold, and then like a, a aromatherapy one. I don't really remember. I didn't use those too much, but then the heated beds were really what I used a lot of. So
1: I can't blame you. I would be in that thing all the time. Wow. I want to know the other excursions, Megan. What else did you do for excursions?
2: So on Thursday in Skagway, so our our the day after Glacier Day, um, we actually did rock climbing and the White Pass Railway. Um, I the way that I chose my excursions is I kind of took a peek at what the popular things were in each um, port, just to touch on you know the the not to be missed things. And White Pass Railway was one of them. The other thing, of course, is the you know, the scenery. So I thought, well, you right. we can see the scenery and go rock climbing. My son's a big rock climber. So uh, a rock climbing we did. So we went out, you know, went, <laughs> and it was, that was one of those more physical things that um, it was amazing. It was very cool to see, to, you know, and it satisfied that need if you're a hiker, right. So you do hike into the um, forest a little bit. And then they have this, and this we booked through Disney. The company was excellent. I was super impressed by the guides. They really got me through some rough patches because I am not a rock climber, but I (laughs) climbed that rock like the best of them. So, um, and then there's also rappelling, which didn't go as well for me, but went stellar for everybody else. So, um, you know, if you're a beginner all the way up to expert, they have something for everyone, um. But then the White Pass Railway was the real big one in Skagway. And uh, I do recommend that you do this. It is an all-age excursion. It takes you um, sort of on a tour. It takes you all the way up to Canada. And actually, you do turn around in Canada. Now, there's a few different excursions. One will let you get off. And then you come down like a bus or something. This, The one that I did, it just circled around and we came back. The same way on the train so when you are getting off you do need your passport because you are entering canada right but when you're just on the train turning around you do not need your passport um Ah. but it's it takes you through the wilderness in ways that you just can't get there otherwise right and the history of it i don't even want to you know murder it but basically it was (laughs) (laughs) right i mean the gist (laughs) of it is that it was built along the path that the gold miners would have taken trying to you know pan for gold you'll have to take the tour to to find out the rest but yeah we saw (laughs) we saw a bear on it right there was a bear that we saw it like you just see we saw eagles we saw we didn't see any mountain goats on that one but um you know we were at one point like right over a cliff they really built this thing it's a feat of engineering to be honest right and it's it's amazing. Um, that is a, that is an excursion you want to try to do in the afternoon. Um, frequently fog, right? There's a lot of fog in the morning in Alaska. Um, and sure enough, the people in the morning, they really couldn't see anything in, um, going one direction on the train. They could see it coming back though. Um, so that is something to think about when you're booking that, that one.
1: So this is, um a question that I want you to be as honest as possible. Okay, Megan, that's what we're all about here. It's just yep. Sometimes you got to hit it where it hurts. Okay. So, so these excursions sound absolutely incredible. Yep. It also sounds like they can add up and mm-hmm. yep. th- this can potentially, you know, I don't want to say break the bank, but, um, you've got to prepare for it. Yes. Right. For lack yes. of better terms, you really kind of might have to save and prepare for it, Correct. If, you know, So I was wondering if you could speak to that for a moment just to make sure that people do, you know, understand, you don't just want to go there and not do any of the excursions, right? You want to go all. So can you talk to that for a minute? Yeah, I
2: can. Um, It is. uh, These excursions are expensive. Um, We as a family decided this would be probably our only time going to Alaska. So we did decide that we were going to go all out. Um, I think for a lot of people, you know, I think they do understand that they're going to be, but it's important to know that what it comes with the territory, right, these excursions. The White Pass Railway was not cheap. It was about $200 a person. Um, You know, rock climbing was about $150 a person. Um, The dog sledding and stuff is about $600 a person. So just to give you an idea, right, you're looking at some expensive things, um, but it is one of those things that you might want to – you know, book very far in advance and just start chopping away at that cruise and saving for the, you know, and and budgeting and, and it can be done. It can be done. I I
1: like that. I think that's a good tip. I I think the first one you hit is kind of spot on too, is you can do that. You can book far out. Yeah. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's not like you have to kind of make this decision six months before you go. And,
2: And, you know, we um, always recommend booking far out, right? I mean, that's the lowest. Absolutely when especially with disney disney when they first release those are going to be the lowest prices that you see on that sailing because as the ship fills up it does get more expensive yeah, and
0: disney is Disney's really good about you know making sure you're not bored there's, i'm sure there's a ton of things that are going on on the ship there are uh, and then and then what about shopping i mean is there it, can can that be done? Can yes. you get off the boat and kind of go go explore it without spending all that extra money on the excursions?
2: That's a great question. And and I did meet people that did not do a lot of excursions. So let me be very clear that it does not make or break your trip. It is something it is a personal choice, right? And yes, these right. all of these ports are filled with, you know, a lot to do, whether it's go and have you know, crab legs at Tracy's or, you know, eat and shop in these ports. Yes, there's plenty to do. There's this great lumberjack show in Ketchikan, which I would say don't miss. We did. We even went to it. Right. Nice. Really inexpensive, right there off the boat, easy to get to and really fun and kitschy and, you know, Goofy's even part of it. So um, lots of oh, fun cute. things to do. And I'm glad you brought up shopping in the ports because I do want to mention one thing, you know, and I think this goes for a lot of cruise ports, but in particular, Alaska, you know, these are people that are living in a very remote, you know, area of the country. Um, And in all ports, there are stores that will support the people that live on, you know, in Alaska and in that area. And there are stores that will not support those people because the money either is, you know, supporting another company that's working with the cruise ship or whatever it may be. Um, Alaska has a really great program where um, they have this little polar bear sticker or this little hand image um, that will say, you know, local, locally owned or, um, you know, made in Alaska. And if you're right. looking for a souvenir and you want it to be a genuine souvenir that was actually made in Alaska, you need to be looking for those signs. Um,
1: I like that they identify that, Megan.
2: Yes. I, I do too. Yes. And anybody, any, any driver that we had to go anywhere was very quick to recommend local establishments that were built and run by local um, residents. We stopped in, um, I think it was Ketchikan actually. We, he told us about, there was a brewery and there is also a, um, a gin making, I don't know what you call that, a gin making place. Anyway, they, they, made their own gin. And so we went right there. We had a drink. I bought some gin. They were super nice. I follow them on Instagram now. You're right. So I really think it's important to support the local economy when you're traveling like this. And then, yes, if you want a souvenir, you know, make sure it's made in Alaska.
1: Right. I like that. Supporting the local mom and pops.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's important. Well, and the other big thing that, you know, I can bring up is that everybody wants their Starbucks cup to come from the countries. I'm a big, I'm a big (laughs) Starbucks cup collector myself. I have one from wherever we go, all the Disney ones, right? And of course it came to mind, oh, I got to get my Starbucks cup in, in, uh, in Alaska. Well, from what I understand, the closest Starbucks where you can actually get a Starbucks cup is a good 30 minutes away from any of the ports um, in the you know, any of the port stops, the cruise areas. So I really felt like it was a waste of time. And I jokingly mentioned it to a driver one time and he was like, no, you don't want to do that. Gave me the name of a local coffee place where we went and had some coffee. And then my husband happened to go into a store in Juneau and they have done a really great thing. This local artist has created some art. They've put it on a cup that looks just like one of those Starbucks cups and um, we bought that one. So I feel like we, <laughs> we killed two birds with one stone on that one.
1: You know, I, first of all, you're not the only one that does those, uh, as you know, you're not the only one that collects those right. cups. Right. Pretty, pretty, pretty popular common thing. Um, but one thing I wanted to touch on back to what you were mentioning about the excursions is I actually had a client who did an Alaskan cruise Yep. and I followed up with him after the cruise and I had asked him about the excursions And he said he didn't do any, like he really didn't didn't do any. And I was a little, you know, like surprised. And then he goes, oh, we'll do them next time. So, you know, I I guess (laughs) point here, for most or for some people there could be a next time right, right? it doesn't have to be Very good a one time only you know for some people so i guess or or you can break some of those excursions up and say you know it may not be for another 5 or 10 years but we can go back
2: yes absolutely but, and know, i did meet people that they had been to alaska before so you're right so it might have been a second time and they just decided not to do any cuz it is it's a beautiful sailing
1: i mean it sounds like it was absolutely incredible yes um, Uh, So Megan, one thing I like to point out too, as as we conclude with this kind of stuff is is where can our listeners find you and see your photos and any videos or reels or anything you might, can you share that?
2: Yes. So um, most of my information from this trip is going to be found on my Instagram account, Tinks with Megan. And if you look under um, my information, there's some bubbles, circles, and I have an entire Alaska circle. So you can go in and see all my stories from my trip. I have also put things into my feed. You can also find me on Facebook at Tinks Magical Vacations with Megan. And of course, feel free to reach out to me at megan at Tinks Magical
1: well, she clearly knows, folks, all about Alaska. So, if you're interested in that one, you know Megan might be worth reaching out to. I'd love <laughs> to help uh, you. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be fantastic. Um, this was great. I'm glad we, I'm glad we had you on, Rochelle. Do you have any other questions brewing that you're thinking? Of um, you, you know,
0: out? one, yeah, one thing that she kind of touched on in the in early on in our in this episode was the frozen deck party. Oh yes. Uh. So let's talk about that for a minute, because. Correct. Alaska sailings, they don't have the fireworks show, right? That,
2: that is correct. And that is a good, good point. point. We should talk about that. So, Alaska is a protected area for wildlife. And so, the fireworks cannot be shot off because of um, the noise ordinances, actually. Um, so, no, they have no fireworks, no pirates, no, none of that on an Alaskan sailing. What they do instead is a frozen day at sea. Um, and so the day is sort of themed around Frozen. And the deck party, instead of a pirate party, the deck party is a Frozen show. And it's just as fun as the pirate show. They, they cordoned off a whole area for kids to dance and sing with Anna and Elsa. And they come out. It happens right around um, sunset, which, of course, is a lot later because we are in Alaska and so we kind of stood up on the higher deck and watched. And we got to see the sunset show and the Frozen show. And it was super fun. And then you- <laughs> And our- Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and then there is a special Frozen, um, di- you know, menu that night, wherever you are for dinner that night.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So are the adults
2: dressing up for this Frozen deck party, kind of like they do for the pirate party? They do. There's a lot less. Right, um, but there were certainly lots of kids dressed up as Anna and Elsa. There were a few Sven's, there are a few Olafs in the audience, right? But oh, in general, this cruise is um, a little bit more laid back than most cruises in terms of dressing up, even for formal nights at dinner. Um, you know, Polo, we definitely dressed up for Polo, but formal night was, mm, I'd say, you know, business dressy yeah. at most. Um right. there were a few people with longer gowns, but you're not going to see any of the tuxes or anything like that. So, yeah, so in terms of like right frozen gear, there was probably 20% of the people that were dressed up there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah.
1: glad you brought up that frozen thing. You know, that that's I would have totally forgot to ask about that. So, that's great that we didn't forget caught it at the end.
2: Well, and there's that is one it's a good mm-hmm. thing in terms of when you bring young children on the sailing. Um it, there is plenty for them to do, right? It's not that you um, are, you know, this is not just a cruise for older, you know, whether it be adults or teens, This there's plenty to do for the younger set, and this Frozen is one of them.
1: Good to hear it. We're all set here, Megan. Thank you again for giving us the time. And uh, as you know, I'll be reaching out to bring you back on soon.
2: Definitely. I can't wait. All
1: right. Thanks again. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.
1: Hey, Rochelle. So I thought that was amazing. I got to be honest with you. Megan did a fantastic job telling that story. Tell me that you agree. I
0: I agree. agree. She made it sound like a a dream.
1: I know. I know. There was so much. I mean, like every single excursion she did, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's a bucket list sailing for me. Yeah. For sure. So we, again, we always like to at least let Megan know, Megan, thank you so much for, for you know volunteering your generous time to come on and, and tell that story. Um, it sounds like you and your family had an amazing time and we just really, really sincerely thank you for coming on and telling us all about it. Uh, we learned a lot too. I always like to point that out too. I always feel mm-hmm. like there's some, a lot of educational takeaway from this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, agree. Um, even when t- you, you, I was
1: gonna say, even when you brought up um, the Frozen, Mm -hmm. Like that was one thing I, I I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm not personally that into Frozen, but I know my kids, my youngest is. And like, that's something I think more about now when I think about an Alaskan uh, sailing and and how much they'd enjoy that.
0: Yeah. And then of course the fireworks, that there's no fireworks. You know, I'm glad we we touched on that too, because a lot of people go, you know, they think of, they think of fireworks at sea. Um, Agreed. yeah, and pirates. I, I like that she brought up there. No pirates in Alaska.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But um, I mean, how amazing did the glacier? I mean, that was oh, just man. like
0: so. That I'll be honest. I'm when I cruise. I'm more like of a relaxed cruiser. I, I don't go overboard with excursions. I just don't. Um, yeah. That's one that I'm. I'm gonna have to check out. I, you Great. know, I, it, it yeah. sounded just like a a once-in-a-lifetime thing I mean how cool is that you get to walk on it and and drink the water
1: that's that's
0: that's pretty cool
1: (laughs) yeah never mind I think there's actually water you can buy at the store that's glacier water isn't okay
0: but that oh really
1: yeah I know I really think there is and I think it's like nine dollars bottle I mean I might I'm sure I'm over exaggerating on the price but it's up there I'm pretty sure there is glacier water that you well, can buy you
0: for this one too what'd she say it was like 600 a person or something like
1: uh, that? <laughs> it, it, well that's the thing i think part part of the experience this is and that's mm-hmm. why i kind of pointed out too when you do something like this i think you go into it a lot of families go into it saying this is a once in a life this is what yeah. we do once in a lifetime we're gonna go all out because we're not gonna we're likely not gonna do the same
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and for those families that can do it again god bless you yeah that's <laughs> that's, that's amazing um that's-
0: I did look it up. So those, there are a couple of different helicopter excursions that you can do in Alaska. Um, just always, you know, when you go to book those excursions, just check the age limits for those kids. Some of these helicopter ones, they, the youngest they can be is eight. Others are 12 and up. So always be cautious and check that because Disney, uh, they're not flexible when it comes to the age, age limits.
1: No exceptions. Yeah, you're 100% right. That makes me, my son is about to, well, he'll turn eight next year. So that kind of got me thinking when I was hearing some of the age limits. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure eight does open the doors yeah. with Dis, with Disney, at least. I'm pretty sure eight opens the doors to a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, so, was a lot of excursions that, um you know, you, depending on the type of the year, time of year and everything, there were a lot of excursions for, with younger kids included, but specifically that helicopter one is, is going to be eight.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it was a great takeaway. I I enjoyed it. Thank you again, Megan, for coming on. Um, You guys know how to contact her. Uh, She left her info. um, So definitely don't hesitate if you're looking for some info uh, or some assistance on Alaska. Um, You know, she's been there. Don't hesitate uh, to get get in touch with her. Uh, But that wraps it up, right? This was a good one. Hopefully you guys got got a lot from it. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, you know how we operate. We will be super excited to be back again next week to talk more Disney right
0: that's
1: right Yeah, it's going to be a good one too um, we've got some great people coming on so some great special guests are coming on so not telling you who they are I'm telling you you'll enjoy it though so be on the lookout make sure you subscribe you get that nice notification when we drop a new episode um, so yeah don't hesitate that's all that's all we got for today folks anything else you want to add Rochelle
0: no that's it
1: all right we'll be back next week to talk more Disney
0: all right, see ya.
1: Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.